Do you use the same razor on your balls as you use on your face? Are you sick of cutting your dick and balls with razors that are either too sharp or too dull? Do you suffer from severe chafing or bad ball smell on a daily basis? Hi, Millie Bay is here to tell you that this episode of Hold My Popcorn is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality in an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their state-of-the-art trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is the best body grooming razor on the market, but don't take my word for it. Instead, hear from some of our happiest customers. Gotta say, after I used the Lawnmower 4.0, I was amazed by how big my junk looked. I recently bought the Crop Preserver anti-chafing ball deodorant, and then I shoved my wife's face into my crotch. She said it's never smelled better, and she went back asking for seconds. These waterproof and wireless changing trimmers reduce the risk of ingrown hairs and grooming accidents. And millions of men have tried and tested these products with outstanding results. Once a month, I tuck my useless man parts in between my legs and dance to the song Goodbye Horses in front of my guests. This used to lead to a lot of razor burn and pain. But now with the Lawnmower 4.0, I find myself shaving even when it's just me and my dog Precious. Thank you, Manscaped. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer of 10% off your first order. But I'm not done. Call right now and receive an additional 10% off your order by using the promo code 20popcorn at checkout. That's a 20% off value absolutely free. So go to manscaped.com today and use the promo code 20popcorn at checkout. Operators are standing by. Hey, and welcome to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Alien Nashville, and with us in Boston is Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy? You know, Max, I'm not great. I'm not great. Oh. I just watched this uh, this movie, and I realized mm-hmm. that it's corrupted. Uh, you know, I'm going to borrow a term that John just said. I mean, it's corrupted an entire generation of Americans, and uh, we'll get into it. But I, I think, honestly, I think January 6th could probably be blamed on <laughs> the Lion King. It's a lot of parallels. So, yeah, that's what Between I. Mean. Insurrection and Lion King. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And back in Baltimore, we have our animal expert, John Anoshak. How are you, sir? No, I'm good. And because of the animal expert expertise this episode, you'll refer to me as Johnny Safari. Thank you very much. <laughs> How are you, Max? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Is it Johnny Safari or Dr. Safari? Johnny Safari. You can also call me Safari John, you know, whichever works. Okay. Mm. The hyena king. We'll allow it. The hyena king. Yeah, you wait until we get into the pseudo cocks. Just wait. <laughs> That's a science term. All right. Well, we're in week two of our movies that we're thankful for. And for my pick, we watched the 1994 Disney classic, The Lion King. The good. No, no, no. We watched the 2000 and whatever one, right? Yeah, the good one. Yeah, the good one. Like the live action one where Will Smith is running around or something, whatever. 
the, the live action one where the lines and all the animals don't move their mouths and all the actors are monotone. Yeah, that one. That, one, that one's better. Yeah, that one. That's the good one. Yeah, I'm gonna just uh, to steal those from the Jason Ellis show. I'm gonna get the cock off my chest. I didn't see the new one. I haven't either. No, I haven't. Which either. I also thought was funny that they called it live action because it was still animated, just with CGI <laughs> as opposed to mm-hmm. it's like, There's nothing living about this. This is all computers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really like what are we what are we doing? Has it? So you both have seen the new one? No, I have. No. Okay, I've okay, seen right. scenes of it. I've seen enough to not want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it'll happen. Dude. You know, there's, there's going to be a day. This, the original one's fucking Mein Kampf. If there was a fucking sequel to that, would you fucking read that one too? Come on. Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? No, you, Come at not, me, Bill. You're not far from it. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. He's not here to defend himself. Yes, yeah, great. Uh, I wanted to come on. I wanted him to have to listen to my insane children ranting. labor camp in Maine. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, uh, I'm yeah, going to say though. Just, so, just, Go, 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 go. Yeah, for this movie, you, you, take out the animal cartoon element of it. It's it's pretty gritty. <laughs> so, like, here's, like, my little summary of it. It's, I mean, it's it's basically Hamlet, but it's just a young boy who's next in line to the throne. is manipulated by his murderous gang leader uncle into thinking that he was responsible for his father's death. So he forces himself into exile after his uncle's goons try and kill him. Then he grows up in a fringe community, reunites and falls in love with his childhood friend, accompanied by a sex scene. Then he returns home and overthrows his dictator uncle who's eaten alive by his own army of killers with music by Hans Zimmer. Okay. Accurate depiction of this Disney movie. This makes sense because I had seen a lot of mentions online about referring to this movie as Bamblet because it's Bambi mixed with Hamlet, which is, that's that's okay. That makes sense. Okay. Now I get it. Dude, I'm going to say this right now. This movie, okay, this movie, I think is responsible for the furry movement. <laughs> With all these fucking sexy ass lions running around in this movie, you know what I mean? Gives any, it'll give anyone like a little bit of a, a curious bent here. So I, I'm, I'm going to say this, well, is, it, this is responsible for January 6th and this is responsible <laughs> for, the, for a furry movement, this movie, single-handedly. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to blame the furries for just about anything because Sarabi is fucking fully hot. Okay. And, you know, it's, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but you, <laughs> you can't put them, you can't put January 6th and the furries in the same thing. Like, if you want to have a, a just a. Oh, I'm not saying the same thing. Big, I'm just saying well, that's two different things that came out coming at you. That's fine. I don't know. That, that one guy who uh, was complaining because they didn't have organic food in prison who was like kind of dressed up like a furry. Yeah, man. During the insurrection, oh, the, like the, with the, the bear skin. shaman, yeah, that guy. Yeah, now he's gonna get he's gonna get forty one months, which is still not nearly enough. Um, and then the uh, the the supposed frontman ringleader, he'll he's already complaining that the well, it's just not nice enough in prison. And I just never thought that was the point. <laughs> um, Organic food, but that's neither here nor there. It is not. That's really no. There's nothing yeah. political about talking about how prison is. I mean, nope. that's just it's prison. Nope. You know? uh, but anyway, so Sarabi, fully hot. Nala, hot after she's of age. Which is four years old. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, in human years. Um, but really, you know, and Tim was scratching at this as far as like, this is like the result of like what we get January 6th. Like, you know, furries to an extent. Um, you know, if the British Empire would have come about in the 90s, fair enough. But like really between... Gang violence, polygamy, drug use, comfort with being subjects of hereditary monetary monarchy. 
forced marriage and murder complete with the eye contact that even a married couple wouldn't attempt in a missionary <laughs> position. Like this movie really fucked our generation up in a lot of ways. It set us up to really understand what the nineties were all about. And we didn't even get to see one hyena free base, a fucking thing, rock of cocaine and mm. the music wildly overrated. Uh, Elton John's in there. You shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. You shut your fucking mouth. All right. Should we get into it? Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right. Movie opens up. And we just got pulled off the air. (laughs) Movie opens up with a beautiful animated sunrise to go along with the circle of life montage of all the animals arriving the Pride Rock so they can get a look at their future King Simba. All right. First of all, Right off the bat here, this whole like monarchy hierarchy that it it doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. And I know it kind of gets explained away when Simba and fucking Mufasa are talking later where Mufasa's like, oh, Simba's like, don't we eat the antelopes? And Mufasa's like, yeah, we do. But then we die and we fertilize the grass. It's like, dude, one lion dying fertilizes a little bit of grass. This isn't a sim. This for the antelopes. This isn't a fucking win-win. This is a lose-lose. Okay. This is bullshit. This is a bullshit. What about no, the antelopes? We eat the antelopes and then we shit them out for more fertilizer. Right. <sighs> God, that's a big shit. But no, you're right. Really, to your point, it's just like you get like one palm tree, like per Maybe. capita. I mean, it's just, yeah, maybe, you know, and it's a shitty ass palm tree. You know, I don't even think they grow in the Serengeti. That's fine. We're moving on from that. But like, I don't remember the last time Queen Elizabeth like ate one of her subjects. Mm, And everyone was happy about it. Yeah. Alive. Happy part. In front of everyone to watch. Like that hasn't happened for a solid 500 years. The Mm. French The antelopes see this new lion cub being born. They're like, wait, one more, one of these things is going to have to fucking eat us. They're not happy about this shit. (laughs) Okay, this is why democracies are the right way to be. <laughs> democracies, <laughs> capitalism, free markets, not this fucking monarchy shit. Also, this, this taught a generation. This is this is why we got a bunch of people who want to have a fascist in the White House <laughs> because of the Lion King. Well, honestly, 100%. as far as when Scar takes over, that was Trump in a fucking nutshell, and that's okay. That's okay. It happened. He's done. He'll probably be back. That's okay. But the end result of this is zebras can't dance. <laughs> All right. Well, they then, can't be domesticated. They can't. <laughs> we are. So then we're introduced to uh, Scar bitching about Simba being in the way of his succession to the crown and passively aggressively threatening Mufasa. All while peeling a banana and eating it before getting ready to shoot somebody in the leg. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Lethal Weapon. That took nobody me a second else, there. Nobody die else is going to get the Die Hard yeah. reference, but you know, that's <laughs> the entire time I was thinking of him. Just like you know, it's like, oh yeah, Scar. He's just a East German terrorist taking over <laughs> Jeremy Irons. New York City. You've got your safety yeah, on. Hold fine. on. Here you go. <laughs> also, also, just another. This is all bullshit. This is all bullshit. Guess what? If in a lion pride, there's only one male. There isn't, true. A, there isn't like another male hanging around. I'm, it's horse shit. Oh. Just going to check that off my bingo card. Polygamy. Ding. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I'm going to say though, Scar, probably one of the best villains in, in movie history. Definitely in animated history. Mm-hmm. He's a great villain. Jeremy Irons was also, perfect for this role. 
I love, so number one, they had to court him for this. Apparently mm-hmm. he wasn't down until he saw Scar and the actual animation of it. He was like, all right, I'm down with that. I can fuck with that. That's cool. Yeah. Let's get weird. I'm going to, I'm going to fuck all the female lions. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> but he was, I'm pretty sure the only lion in this that actually had his claws out 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. That yeah, was kind of cool. Yeah. And he actually used them. Like even in like the, uh, you know, Rocky five, you know, fight scene at the very end of the movie. Like he stole <laughs> his claws out the entire time. Did they cut anybody? Nah, it's Disney, but it's okay. Yeah. So then Mufasa gives Simba a tour of uh, the Pride Lands and tells him about the circle of life that leads into Mufasa giving Simba a bouncing lesson at the expense of Zazu. Fucking Zazu. Mr. Bean getting a shit. Yeah. Around. I didn't know that, that until today. Same. And, yeah. Interesting. Same. The only one I've picked out was uh, Nathaniel, whatever his Nathan name is. Lane. Um, Nathan yeah, Lane. Yeah, Nathan Lane. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah He's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, he played the meerkat or whatnot. And I was like, I know him. <laughs> I know him. Billy Crystal plays but... the meerkat. <laughs> 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 Fucking Billy Crystal. Yeah, spe- Billy. Speaking of someone whose career took a tank, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mufasa, he heads out to take care of a hyena issue while Scar tells Simba to never visit the elephant graveyard beyond the kingdom, knowing very well that his arrogant cub nephew will do exactly that. I gotta say, I don't, at this point, it's kind of like, yeah, Simba's a dumbass. I mean, is he really king material? I think Scar is just trying to help out the pride here. <laughs> Spinning out the herd. Yeah. You've got three male lions in here right now. Come on. You got to take out two of them. Scar knows what's up. Well, it's supposed to be, as far as biology goes with the lion prides, is like another lion comes in, kills all the kids, all the male kids. So mm-hmm. that's how it works. So they yeah. got that on point. There's one yeah. male in the pride. The 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 one male doesn't have a, a brother who, you know, is like a kind of like a lazy brother who needs to get a job, like Scar. Yeah. That's not how lion prides work. <laughs> Bill Clinton's brother. Yeah. Getting, exactly. <laughs> getting pardoned on, on the side. Right. That's not how lion prides work. No. Yeah, they they neglected to show that scene. I mean, you know, Mufasa's like this strong, you know, caring leader. They've got to show the scene when he's like murdering like fifteen babies. Right. When he, yeah, when he took over the pride. Fucking all the women. One of the other kings, yeah. That's another thing, dude. That's another thing. Guess who the only male that gets to breed in the pride is the, the you know, the head of the pride, the, the one yeah. male in the pride. So guess what? Simba and Nala, half-brother, oh. half-disser. Mm. Which is okay in lion culture, but since they personified these lions, and we're, supposed <laughs> lion we're supposed to believe culture. they're fucking people. It's gross. It's totally PC in lion culture to fuck your uh, sister. Well, I mean, it is. Lions I don't mean, have but, laws, you know. okay? Mm. Yeah, they're very loose. Those Genetics, pundit squares. Nah. They yeah, they, they barely wrote it down. Wrote it down. You know what I mean? They didn't get like. Well, I mean, you think about that. Like, how many generations until like you come out with just like a just bum fucked fucking Simba who's too stupid to realize <laughs> maybe I shouldn't go to the fucking elephant sanctuary. <laughs> One of his eyes is like in his chest. <laughs> his teeth are just all over the place. They just get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of the English royal family just walking around Pride Rock stumbling on each other. Can't even keep their neck up straight because of all the fucking incest breeding. Yeah, it's just the Habsburgs, you know? It's just the Habsburgs in Africa. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, so Simba and his BFF. I was going to say BFF. I guess Simba and his half-sister Nala, they're able to ditch Zazu and sneak into the graveyard by breaking into a big I just can't wait to be king song and dance number that ends with a rhino sitting on Zazu, which I think Zazu secretly enjoyed that. Oh, Zazu loved it, yeah. Yeah, he seems like the kind of guy that likes skin crushed. That's just the only way he survived because he went all up in it. <laughs> he put the beak up and just went for it, dude. I mean, that's that's it. He just he just he fucking penetrated, and you know you wonder why there was a little bit of echo, and he's like, anyone, hey, Simba, anyone, Nira, anyone there? Uh, which is a very Mr. Bean thing to do. <laughs> just go up into somebody's it. asshole. Seriously, I mean, <laughs> not saying anything, just kind of making some weird bug eyes and just. Lubing himself up and sliding up in there. <laughs> Darting his eyes left and right. <laughs> um, so I know that the, like the animation for this, they call it like they had like the B team working on this because they had the A team working on Pocahontas because they thought Pocahontas was going to be the bigger movie. What the and, oh, there was a rivalry. Yeah. Which is funny to think about, but I, this is like the first time that I actually like noticed it. And it's, it's during this, this, uh, this whole song and dance number because like, it works because it's all colorful, but the actual animation of it is shit. Oh, yeah. Like, there's nothing in the background. The animals look terrible. Like, they're barely moving. Like, they're not even, like, you can tell that they just kind of computerized uh, the two lions and stuck them in in the front. Like, they didn't even do, a good, like, a good job of cleaning it up. Which, again, it works, no. but... Well, yeah. I mean, especially when you're marketing to, like, an audience of, like, average years of, like, what, seven years old? Yeah. In the 90s, like even like kids these days be like, this is bullshit. <laughs> back then, it's like, dude, TV. this was the fucking yeah. like take it off a review recently because I haven't said this in a while. Like back in the day, this was the left titty, dude. This was <laughs> it. This was fucking it. We didn't even have to worry about like humans kissing. It was just like lions, like roughhousing and well, fucking their sister. Nuzzling. Yeah. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Nuzzling. Yes. So this is uh, followed by the introduction of the three bad hyenas who corner the cubs and they're about to kill them. But then Mufasa saves the day just in the nick of time, all to the dismay of Scar, who is secretly watching the whole thing from above. Oh, Scar. But so apparently hyenas and uh, lions do trade uh, hits. They they go after each other's kids, mm-hmm. which is pretty fucking metal, which is super fucking awesome. And once again... Hyenas, we're going to get into it even a little bit later, but this is accurate because the females spotted hyena variety in charge, Whoopi Goldberg, telling everybody what to do. Mm. Whoopi Goldberg's character definitely has a humongous clitoris. <laughs> do you want to get into the clitoris? Okay. You got to get into it now, John. Okay, okay fine. Okay, you told us so way too much safari- information before the show started for us to not talk about it now. Okay, fine. We'll do it. So uh, Johnny Safari coming in to talk about hyenas, specifically the spotted uh, uh, hyena um, in, well, basically, you know, Kenya and so on over the Serengeti is and the whole thing. Big, 200 pounds maximum, five and a half feet long, three feet tall, bite of a thousand pounds per square inch on par with a silverback gorilla. Like these things are the most metal fucking things on the Serengeti. Like dude, fuck a lion. These are what happened. Like land shark. They, their packs can get big land shark, like literal land shark dude. Like and their packs can get like 130 strong. Holy shit. The females are in charge bigger than the males in every way. And they have a bigger dick than the guys. <laughs> and it, this is not me being funny. I am being serious. Look it up. They have a, a what was referred to as a pseudo penis, a pseudo phallus, as I like to refer to it, a pseudo cock. 
where this thing comes out in some cases seven inches long. It's fused with the vulva and intercourse is the only way I can describe it is like a midair fucking refueling like black ops situation. <laughs> like, you know, over Siberia with like an F-16. It's the fucking most ridiculous shit ever. And like, so like the female also, two nipples. So if they have a litter that's larger than two, the other ones just probably end up dying either by being killed by their siblings or they just starve to death. So like, what the fuck? And on top of that, the, the fucking kids, especially the females, are ba- or they... Oh, there's so much <laughs> testosterone and so on and like other kinds of just like growth hormones that due to a very long gestational period inside of the womb where these things come out with teeth out of the gums and are able to run and kill like a fucking day xenomorph. One, boom. Seriously, it's a fucking alien. I just watched Alien 3 today. By the way, it sucks. Yeah, Go it figure. And goddamn, these things are killing machines from fucking day one. I mean, like, a seven-inch dick, Max. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the female. And you want to know the funniest part? When, like, packs meet up or whatnot, and they're all, like, happy to see each other and, like, doing the handshake. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? They all get erections. <laughs> all of them. Bunch of fucking psychos. It's fucking crazy. And, like, they're all the Joker at the same time because they, like, their crazy fucking, like, rapey yeah. laugh that they have. <laughs> that is apparently, like, they can understand who is higher in the fucking food chain in the pack of, like, 130 land piranhas that are swarming around <laughs> by, like, the tone of their laugh. What the fuck are we dealing with? And I completely understand to put the fucking punctuation on this weird-ass fucking diatribe of mine is that a hyena researcher sued Disney (laughs) sued them over defamation of character (laughs) due to the portrayal of hyenas in this movie. They're the most metal fucking thing in this movie should have killed everything or at the very least fucked it to death. I mean, my God, what the fuck are these things? I'm sure they got laughed out of court after Disney's like, do you really want us to be accurate with hyenas? Do you want us to bring in Whoopi Goldberg's seven-inch clit? <laughs> do, you want all the, do you want Cheech Marin to have a rocking heart on the entire movie? I mean, Because we'll do it I if you want to be more like, accurate. She could beat you to death with it. <laughs> God damn, that, that female hyena got a bigger dick than me. Holy shit. I mean, like, there's a good friend of ours who has a smaller dick than a fucking female hyena. Like, and... And his dick touched the fucking toilet bowl water when he woke up in the morning. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? What are these things? Like, six feet fucking long fucking land shark coming at me with a fucking hard fucking dick that's got a fucking (laughs) bite to it that's stronger than a... Almost as strong as a polar bear? What the fuck? Anything Uh, to say to that, Tim? (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Rest my case. (laughs) <laughs> I rest my case, sir. Please, this, this is, sir. This is a Dunkin' Donuts. You cannot come in here by yourself, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, sir. Stop yelling about hyenas. <laughs> so, really, the true argument here: hyenas. They started QAnon. <laughs> yeah, QAnon wishes. <laughs> I know. My God. I mean, I have never heard of anything in my life. There's nothing on this planet. Like, they don't even live in Australia. And, like, everything's trying to kill you in Australia. <laughs> oh, oh, let's just keep going, because I got more. Right. And I don't need to talk about it anymore. No, no, we're done. 
All right, so uh, Simba, then he gets a stern talking to by his big pod daddy back into the movie that uh, turns into a heartfelt bonding moment that <laughs> I'm not going to have any attachment to after thinking about fucking hyena clits and shit. But <laughs> um, so Mufasa, he, <laughs> look it up. He tells Simba <laughs> that the great kings of the past watch over them from the stars, and one day he'll be up there too, watching over Simba. Yeah, this is good writing. This is good writing. Uh, are we going to be together forever, Dad? We will, Simba. <laughs> Cutscene. Yes. Same immediately. Yeah. Dying. <laughs> this is this movie came out ten months after my dad died. I really enjoyed that part of the movie. Oh, I'm sure that wasn't traumatic for you at all, Max. <laughs> it's a fucking four year old. Like, mm, cool. God damn it, Mom! Why'd you bring me to this? <laughs> oh, now he's gonna die. Fuck. Your mom's talking to her friends. In retrospect, this might not have been the. The best movie to bring Max to. Yeah, I should, I should have read the synopsis or something. It's a little bit of a trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so then we cut back to the graveyard with all the hyenas literally licking their wounds before Scar convinces them to kill Mufasa and Simba via the song, Be Prepared. Be prepared. Uh, a lot of Nazi imagery that. in this scene. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Which Disney so would not just- have been happy about. No, I'm going to take a little bit of a, a little bit of a liberty here and also check that one off in my mm-hmm. fucking bingo card. Gang violence, <laughs> also known as the brown shirts, taking the shit over, <laughs> Night of the Long Knives. I really wish that more murders did start with song. I feel like that would make it a little bit easier to deal with. Maybe a little bit. No, it would make it a lot harder if they were singing while they were killing you. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is just to juice you up for the kill where it's just like, I'm going to serenade you before we go out and we just just kill off an entire royal family, which is probably the right thing to do, but we're not going to discuss that. Here. Well, I guess it would be a good warning um, if you're about to walk out the door with your friend and he starts going into like a, a show prepared. tune. Like you, you might want to be prepared for uh, like sneak attack, but... <laughs> I feel like that is a niche, though, that could actually be, like, truly filled. We haven't had, like, a musical serial killer yet. Mm. That we know of. That we know of. Mm. Someone write an email to the last podcast on the left. Who's out there? (laughs) I mean, yeah, so to your point, though, Max, it's kind of ironic that they're they're using Nazi imagery in a Disney movie. Yeah. Because Walt Disney would have been like, I don't get what's wrong with this. This seems fine to me. Wait, he's the bad guy? This seems correct. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Scar's the bad guy? Mm. This Mm. seems wrong. Mm. Simba does have some Jewish features. Yeah. He has red hair. (laughs) He has red hair. That's not pure blood. (laughs) All right. So then we have the turning point of the movie where Simba is stuck in the middle of a stampede with Scar bitch slapping Zazu into a rock to prevent him from getting help. While Mufasa saves uh, Jesus, while Mufasa saves his son, but then the exhausted Mufasa climbs to the edge of this gorge and reaches out for his brother's help, but instead Scar claws him, saying, "Long live the king!" Before shoving his brother to his death. This was some bad anim- was, animating too. Well, yeah, I didn't, I never think about well, the animation in this part though, just because it is such a fucking trigger moment for me. Takes yeah. me right back to being four again. Yeah. That's Maybe okay, we'll though. just skip over this part real quick <laughs> and we'll just move to the next scene. Uh, yeah, um, just so like I did in the scene because I just fast forwarded through this. Like, I've seen this 500 times. I don't need to see this today. This is what I was thinking is like, what if this movie just took like a serious, like there could be a left or a right turn, left turn. 
is Simba becomes a wildebeest serial killer. Right turn <laughs> is he, Simba becomes like literally like lion Batman and just goes out to like avenge his family for like till the end of days and just is the angriest lion ever. And then ends up basically turning into Scar. But I really like the, uh, like the lion, or excuse me, the um, wildebeest serial killer. And I can't take it much farther than that because lions already serial kill wildebeest. Yeah. Um, but that could be kind of a fun thing. We could, we could do that. Like Adult Swim could take that one. Run with it. I, kinda like the other I think side. it would be a lot funnier if Simba became like Rust and Coal. From, <laughs> from uh, True Detective. True Detective, yeah. He just was like, became like a like a disgruntled line detective, you know what I mean? Riding around with his degenerate alcoholic partner. There's a little, <laughs> there's a yeah. little small puddle, like the size of an eye that he looks through every single morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. He's always talking about how, how lions are diseases, a disease that then the right thing to do for lions to all kill themselves. Circle got hooked on flat all circle. of Rafiki's drugs. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, whatever he was cracking open in there was not fucking fruit. Right. No, hey, Rafiki would not. be Reggie Ledoux. Yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have that eight Reggie minute. Ledoux. <laughs> yeah, that eight minutes uh, no cut scene of just, of Simba Guns. just trying to get um, Rafiki into a car. Right, exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, the hyenas are just with their dicks scraping against the floor, trying to chasing after them. <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh, okay, I like that. Okay, I like that. True lion detective. Okay, yeah. I kind of like. Also, kind of like the uh, the Simba as Batman, though. Too, so it would just change everything. Just the whole. It's like Akuna Matata. It's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> it means no worries. <laughs> Go to sleep. Shh. Swear to me. I'm not wearing <laughs> hockey pants. Hockey? What the fuck is hockey? We're in Africa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Scar sticks his hyena goons on Simba after he convinces Simba that it was his fault and he must run away and never return. Honestly, it just goes to show you never, never trust your uncle. You know, case what I mean? in point. Yeah, case Especially in point. The grabby ones. Right. Yeah. Never trust your uncle. And yeah. let's just say if your uncle's name's Scar. Mm. Probably shouldn't have trusted him from the from the start there. Yeah, it's a red flag. Yeah. All right. Well, then Scar's insurrection is complete at Mufasa's funeral, where he tells the pride that he's now the king, and a new era will rise where lions and uh, I was gonna skip the other part. Lions and hyenas will work side by side. This is basically just January sixth. If it worked, yeah, if I, it worked out in the Trumpers' yeah. favor, I originally had said we're lions and right winger Trumpers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. All right. And then after this, this, is, this is my trigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, we're introduced to Timon and Pumbaa who nurse Simba back to life or uh, back to health. And uh, they tell him to leave his past behind via the song Akuta Matata, which is a terrible song in, in Tim's book. Terrible song. No worries, bitch. No, it's really, it's not that great. It it's really yellow, great. basically. It means no worries for the rest of your days. I mean, that's just a poor, that's a poor thing to teach a child. There are things to worry about. There are things you need to be responsible for. So I really do think that this entire, like, just 
stage of scenes, like whatever you would call that, is literally Simba just turning into a fucking jungle hippie and just like getting hooked on heroin and just like growing his hair out because it's like way, it's not quite right. You know, like Mufasa, that shit, he had like a perm in it. You know, he had a little bit of product and all this. Simba, it's all over the place, dude. And he's just walking around. I mean, dude, like doesn't even have money to buy meat. He just eats bugs. Like, dude, he's a fucking, he's just a fucking heroin addict. Just running around with a fucking dirty pig and like a mutant cat. Like, (laughs) and that's this entire fucking scene uh, for the next little while. Um, Starts hallucinating his dad in the clouds. I mean, Jesus, he's definitely on drugs. (laughs) And there is a scene here too, where they are running through a a poppy field. So there's just, so once again, we're going to check off on the bingo card here. Drug usage. Ching. Take that one. I'm almost winning. Yeah, this is a quite a long song because yes, Simba starts out as a little cub and then it ends with him being a full blown mature adult. So then uh, we have the three outcasts looking at the night sky, most likely high, without a care in the world. But then Simba gets mocked for sharing his dad's story about the stars. So he sadly walks away only for Rafiki to pick up on his scent from hundreds of miles away. You know, when you're half brother. You just know, man. Rafiki? It's, uh, Rafiki's the monkey. Incest. Oh, excuse me, Rafiki. <laughs> so when you take hallucinogens. Yeah, he's also related. <laughs> you know, why wouldn't the, the king fuck a monkey from time to time? I mean. You got that red you're butt. King? You're just asking for it. That's what Mufasa's saying to him. It's like he painted it for me. Fucking mandrels, man. I know. Meaner than baboons. He grinds up some sketchy-ass fucking powder, throws it into a fucking coconut, swirls it around some fucking pimp juice, and realizes that, yes, his, that the long-lost fucking son of the king is hanging out across the continent. Makes a whole lot of sense. And then you just see him pack his little uh, Hunter S. Thompson suitcase full of drugs and just gets in his car and drives to go find Simba in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time running from bats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and then we have Simba in Nala's reunion after she tries to eat Pumbaa. So I guess originally there was going to be a like a re, like a pre- repraised version of Be Prepared, where Scar was like trying to seduce Nala, but she rejects him. So then he exiles her, and that's how she ends up there. But then they cut that out because it was like this is not appropriate for kids. Oh, so you mean like the forced marriage slap slash attempted rape of like uh like a, oh, a teenager lion <laughs> was it was it going to be appropriate <laughs> we're really missing out on bill in this episode <laughs> we really are i just don't have i just don't have the anger to fight back on any of this shit no he has children that he has to worry about being corrupted and we don't <laughs> But yeah, he's yeah, doing a real the, disservice the, to us i want to see the writer that was really kids. adamant about that story about that little arc in the in the middle of the the story. No, no, no. Oh, in the Scar 90s, has to force himself upon Nala. This Otherwise, a, how do we know he's the bad guy? Uh, is, because he killed the king and <laughs> tried to kill a little boy. Yeah, this it's, it's a little. Somebody, please get George Lucas out of the writing room, please. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was thinking that, like, who wrote this? I'm like, uh, probably George Lucas and Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, they've been hanging out again. Great. <laughs> All right, get them out of the fucking room. Get them out. Get them the fuck out. Hold on. What if Nala was a preteen? No, that's even worse. Please stop. 
No, no, but you have to understand it's simple hierarchy and biology when it comes to lions. Yeah, except lions don't fucking talk and they aren't fucking people. <laughs> no, 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 hold well, on. Well, you know, there's an argument to be made. That's debatable. I mean, she's a preteen in lion years. Wait, so you mean she's actually younger? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so she's like two? You guys don't understand. But see, it all balance it all balances out because the main character is a ginger. So we're really we're we're extending olive branches here. Olive <laughs> branches, i.e. cocks, and it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be fine. Give us what we need. This isn't even your fucking movie, George. How did you even get onto the how did you even get onto the set? Pulled <laughs> <laughs> a few strings. <laughs> you will you will let me onto the set to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I am the writer you're looking Child for. Child exploitation. Yeah. Actually, if anyone, the writer you're looking for. if anyone wants to look up someone that looks just as fucking goofy as George Lucas, look up, um, oh, Lordy. So it's, his name is Tony Fusil, and he's the supervising animator. Look him see. up. <laughs> he is the saddest looking motherfucker. And especially the 49ers hat with the, like the woven like cord sweatshirt that he's wearing in one of these interviews. Is it, like is it this guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's the one. That's the fucking one, dude. He's the one who wrote I'm, sex in, in the air, whatever that they had to edit out. That's like if Tim and I like spliced together a child from our DNA like, <laughs> and like had my hair loss. Like that, that would be, that would be Tony. Yeah. If we were made a, a sequel to sequel to the movie splice, <laughs> John and I, that would be, that would be Tony Fusil. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good. One. That's a good picture. Oh man, I'm telling you, the '90s rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then we have the it's totally not problematic. Uh, can you feel the love tonight montage that ends with Simba and Nala fucking in the jungle while Timon and Pumbaa explode into a waterfall of tears of sadness? Dude, I'm just telling you this. I'm telling you this is the sequence that made an entire like all the furries in our generation became furries. At- at this moment when I saw this. But okay. on the other side, there's also a generation of girls who learned how to give the fuck me eyes because of the the look that Nala's given Simba. Oh, dude. Nala gives Ooh, the great, greatest fuck me eyes in the world. Yeah. You Made can, my Jimmy move. A blind man would pick I'm up s- on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. They were doing a lot of, they were doing a lot of nuzzling. I thought, mm-hmm. I, you Licking. know, just to, just to kind of critique their, you know, just to kind of critique their lovemaking, I, I thought it was tender. I thought they did a good job of sharing, you know, <laughs> taking turns. Mm-hmm. I and I thought they did a good job of floor play. So I'm gonna give them a, mm-hmm. uh, an eight out of ten. Hmm. So when, I'm when gonna we give them a nine out of ten. Hmm. When we look this up on Pornhub later, we are literally going to see fucking Pumbaa like in a spit roast, like threesome, like after <laughs> this with like both liars, like with a, the, the first spit roast that's ever been that fucking literal over the flames. <laughs> we get to see him with a fucking apple in his yeah, mouth. Yeah, one of them's eating the apple from even his mouth. The continent. Yeah, like, oh, 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 oh. so. It's no penetration technically. <laughs> Eiffel Tower hasn't been built yet, but we're going to do it. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so then these two lions, they get into a fight after Simba refuses to talk about his past or return home. So he sulks away, only to be harassed by Rafiki, 
who takes him on a spiritual journey to self-discovery after the ghost of Mufasa tells his son that he's forgotten who he is and he must take his place as the rightful king. This whole montage is a hallucination with Rafiki literally just like weaning him off on methadone. Yeah, they just stole Yoda. This is like Yoda hopping around being like, oh, dumbass you say. You know, like, I don't know. I don't Listen fucking know to me, you movies well mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Don't even get me started on this fucking monkey. This goddamn monkey. This whole monkey hey. got the entire fucking pride hooked on fucking drugs. <laughs> That's why everything dried out. That's why the lions didn't want to do shit. He's like, oh, Mufasa. Everything Mufasa fucked is up. gone. We can, we can bring it in all the, all the real heavy shit. They're all just laying on dirty mattresses <laughs> under Pride Rock. Nobody, yeah. I mean, that's basically Nobody what changes the doing. sheets. Nobody flushes the toilets. And this is what we get. Uh, like, and all the fucking crackhead hyenas are here with their big dicks fucking just <laughs> dragging on the floor. It would be, it would. Unsanitary conditions. It would be way better if um, Scar was just like Paul Bowles or something like that. Like <laughs> in the cave lying down and be like. Bring me my smack. <laughs> Bring me my smack. And then it would be like, who's the, what's the bird's name? Uh, Zazu. Oh, uh, Zazu. Zazu, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> as, he in, as he injects Scar, it, like in between the toes. Sing me a song. Sing me, me a song, Zazu. <laughs> he was like nodding off Scar in that fucking scene. So that, once again. Thanks, Rafiki. Yep. I think he has something in his hand, too. You could easily substitute that for, like, a bong or something. Yep. Just in there. Just, just a big fucking, just poppy seed bag. <laughs> just, just chomping on it. I will say that Rafiki is the real MVP of this movie because without him, Simba would have just be still popping Xanax playing Xbox with Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Nala <laughs> fucked him, and he still wouldn't listen to her. <laughs> She's like, no. Jesus Christ, I fucking came halfway across a con and had sex with you and you still won't even listen to me? It's because of Simba's no. self-respect. It's like, nah, I already came. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Small side effect of the Zanny Benzos, dude. You don't care about shit. <laughs> Not a thing. Sorry, baby girl. Gotta do me. Kuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> he would be wearing the hat the exact same way that fucking Tim is wearing yeah. his right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Kuna Matata, I gotta put you behind me, baby. What, what does that even mean? It means shoot your shot. YOLO. I don't know. I read in LeBron James' autobiography. I mean, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so Simba then returns home to find it a barren wasteland infested with big dicked hyenas, big dicked and big clitted hyenas. Yeah, it's no wonder they can't feed this. I mean, they, you gotta feed. Probably need a wildebeest to fucking uh, a fucking ten every ten minutes to feed those things. Dude, you know? seriously, I mean, just fucking snail trails everywhere. Like everything's all fucked up. Like Whoopi's it's like, real bad. My clit's shivering, it's shivering away. I need, I need more substance for my clit. <laughs> I can't believe. Uh, you never know where the show's gonna go. This is what Lion King. This is what we're talking about with Lion King. This yep. is what's going to infuriate. So it's going to infuriate Bill the most is that we have barely touched on the music, <laughs> but we have spent <laughs> hey, that's Bill's twenty fault, showing up. All right, is, it, we so have, he's, we he's, have, a, he's a musical yeah. guy. Oh, he loves the music. Oh yep. yeah, no, no I'm, I'm going to re-release really? our uh, our Disney soundtrack episode um, like a day or two <laughs> after this episode, just so you can actually hear what this episode would have been like if Bill was on. 
which is just mm-hmm. him screaming at Tim for like an hour and a half. Yep. <laughs> I still haven't listened to that one. I'm going to put it uh, on. I'll put it up. All right. Let's see. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they need a distraction, and there's no better distraction than just Nathan Lane's, you know, than having just a Nathan Lane character and drags just singing Hawaiian music. That just works perfectly for them. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, I mean, we already talked about the what the hyenas packing. Mm-hmm. Hadn't Nathan like just gotten off of Broadway or something too? So he was still like extra fabulous. Kind no, of he's always thing. fabulous. I think he's constantly yeah, he, on Broadway. Yeah, I think I fucking love him. Which is kind of weird because he and Matthew Broderick would you know be on Broadway together a few years later. The producers. Right. Oh, Matthew, really? So he helped him get out of uh, vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> yep, good for him. Yep. Yeah, he got out of vehic- vehicular manslaughter and then did a Disney movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then Simba <laughs> wow. went to Ireland to kill wow. somebody too. So then uh, Simba reveals himself to the pride after Scar slaps his mom for bringing up Mufasa's name. (sighs) Yeah, so I didn't put this one on my bingo card. This one's going to go under the other category is sliping or just slapping one's wife. Ding. We're going to put that one down there. Once again, great thing for the kitties. Good. (laughs) Also, fucking pimp smack, too. It's like lions don't backhand fucking smack things. He did the same thing as Zazu. Just bitch slapping everybody. My God, dude. I mean, like, damn. He's like an effeminate French family and all. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. The way he's like flicking his hair back during the uh, Be Prepared song and his little song. He needed to have like a white glove to just whap. (laughs) (laughs) You forget yourself, Nala. Zazu, fetch me my bitch slapping glove. Bring me my glove and my gear. <laughs> All right, so Scar, being the cunning cunt that he is, taunts Simba with the death of his father, forcing him to the edge of the Pride Rock. Oh, shit. But then Scar leans in and whispers that he was the one who killed Mufasa. Oh, shit! Which was a big mistake because he, uh, because the enraged Simba then pins Scar to the ground in a chokehold, forcing him to admit that he was the one who really killed Mufasa, which leads into a full-out battle of good versus evil. I mean, just stupid on Scar's part, and also stupid on Simba's part. It's like, dude, how do you still think you killed your dad? He fell. I mean, come on, dude. And then, also, Scar, classic mistake. Don't unveil unveil the plan right when you're about to get away with it, you dumb shit. Yep. Typical villain move right there. No, Scar thought he could just get away with anything, that he could just walk out on the street and just, like, grab someone by the pussy or just shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, and the cops would never come after him. So he thought he was fucking Teflon. He was like Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Beep, beep, beep. I'm doing a political on myself. Oh, shit. We're back on the woke list, Tim. I'm sorry for being woke, guys. I'm I'm sorry that I I don't think you should just be able to kill people. At will. <laughs> but, you know, hey, that's just that's just me. That's just me, guys. Got to protect that you car know. dealership. Priorities. Right. And, right. if, and, if, and if any of our listeners out there have a problem with that, come meet me at North Square. Leave your guns at home. <laughs> I know you won't because you're pussies. <laughs> yeah, fight the way real Bostonians fight, which is with knives, not guns. You know, it's with knives, <laughs> knives, bricks, and terrible, terrible... Terrible insults to cut you to the core. That's that's the Boston way. So then we have all of Pride Rock on fire mm-hmm. with Scar saying that the hyenas are the ones who made him overthrow the king while begging Simba for mercy, which Simba allows by flipping his uncle's words onto him, saying, 
to uh, run far, far away and never return. But Scar, being the piece of shit that he is, pulls a Bolo Young blood sport move and just blinds Simba. Gets a few punches in there too. But then Simba's able to kick flip him off the rock right into a pit of hyenas who eat him alive. That was pretty metal. That's probably the most graphic scene of any Disney movie ever. Because they actually show like the hyenas like taking like chunks out of Scar before they like pan the camera up. I mean, it's through a shadow, but still. Oh, through the shadow. Okay. I was like, what fucking version <laughs> did you watch? Because I want it. Is this the I one in that? Is this the Lion it. King 1.5 that people have talked about? <laughs> they just show all the blood and guts. They show Mufasa and Simba just like mauling animals in the beginning. But we do get a small snippet of like Rocky Five, like with the fucking full boxing match, except like, you know, Rocky Five yeah. fucked Mad Max That's in the, the middle of a fucking ding. flaming fighting ring. <laughs> and then someone gets eaten alive by rabid animals. <laughs> like, it's. Pretty fucking badass, dude. Like, so there were some parts in this that were like, all right, I'm bringing it back. And yeah. um, just to piss Bill off, and this is true, I fast forwarded through all of the songs. <laughs> yeah, why would you listen to them? They're really, they're honestly overrated. Ugh. No, it, it's it's for kids. It's for kids. You know what? I am an adult. I pay taxes. I'm a grown ass man watching this movie. If you about know, lions, I mean, we discussed this before, Max. It's been well established. If you want quality Disney music. It's the great mouse detective or bust. So I think we just kind of need to move on with this. I mean, it, listen, it's just, it's been well established. There's really no argument that can be made why the Lion King would be better. Yeah, we really did our, our listeners a disservice. Bill really, actually, excuse me, Bill really did a disservice to our listeners by having to take care of his kids to do this episode. This would have been gold. I can't, I just, I can't, I don't have the energy to argue with you, Tim. No, just, just leave, leave the Twitter, leave the Twitter thread open. Bill, Bill comment on it. <laughs> <laughs> Next week's mini episode, Bill just screaming for 45 minutes. Actually, what, what's going to end up happening is I'm going to be, I'm going to be like sitting at my desk Monday doing work. And then I'm going to hear tire screech outside my, outside my house. And then I'm just going to hear the door, two doors get kicked in and Bill's just going to be like in my, in my office spearing me. I was thinking more like hot air balloon, and then you just see like a little little ladder come down, and then feet going right through the window. Yeah, and then he'll be going like, ha ha! <laughs> Francis, keep the balloon running! <laughs> uh, also, I love that Scar. He does exactly what every fucking small person who's abused power does. He just blames somebody else for it. He's like, oh, no, it was the hyenas who told me to kill my brother and take over. It was Jesus, I tell you. It wasn't me. All right, let's wrap it up here. So Simba in the pouring rain climbs up Pride Rock to let out a victory roar. Then we wrap up the movie by going full circle of life with the animal kingdom cheering at the ceremony of Simba and Nala's son. And then the movie ends. Lion King. Well, let's get into trivia. This is the best-selling home video of all time with over 55 million copies sold. Holy shit. Jeez. And that and that's like DVD. I like don't know if that's DVD. I'm guessing that's just I'm going to guess that's VHS. Home I mean, video. Everyone had a copy yeah. of VHS growing oh, yeah. up. So like, yeah. Everybody. We had we had like two just cuz. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, everybody had them. Um, so that makes sense. Okay. So James Earl Jones and I'm probably saying this, this name wrong. Um, M-A-D-G-E. Is that Mage? Madge. Madge? 
Madge. Okay. Madge. So James Earl Jones and Madge Sinclair, who play the king and queen in this movie, also play the king and queen in Coming to America. I thought I oh wow, so I they were chemistry. Voice. Mm. I love it. Yeah, that's so great. Like they've already played African king and queens in other movies. It would have been a little bit of a different movie though if uh, the voice of Simba was uh, voiced by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Imagine him so trying better. to roar. It would be so much just better. Like, <laughs> yeah (laughs) anyone ever seen the stand-up of him trying to imitate a woman's orgasm no no maybe not yeah is that wrong that's exactly what it would have fucking sounded like it's fucking terrible no for you to your point he would have sucked yeah it goes (laughs) like that's literally what he sounds like trying to imitate that fucking oh my god (laughs) eddie fucking murphy far dirtier than any of us ever knew oh he's very dirty that he's he's lucked out i don't know how like kevin hart got canceled from hosting the oscars and like from a tweet he sent down in 2009 but eddie murphy was able to host the oscars multiple times after like him just doing stand-up for 30 years like anything that he's ever said stand-up is horrific it's the most like chauvinistic homophobic fucked up stuff and no problem but when did he host the oscars mm, i don't know I bet it was still like green light land back then, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's still fine. I feel like I feel like Kevin just pissed off all the wrong people. Like after watching that Don Cheadle interview, like the 15 second clip where he like Don Cheadle's like, fuck you, dude. Kevin Hart's like, also just not funny. <laughs> so I mean no. his whole humor is just being short. I'm like, all right, well that's Wait, Don Cheadle? Yes, his mom. Don Cheadle got in some beef with Kevin Hart? Not like beef necessarily, but like there was just something where Don Cheadle just was not about what he did on camera in an interview. And it the whole interview just tanked after that. Just look it up. I mean, it's just like the moment. Like all you need to do is like the moment, like Don Cheadle, like Kevin Hart. And it's just bad. They go back and forth or like he's trying to walk it back. And Don Cheadle's like, okay, yeah, that, it's it's fine. Don't worry. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's okay. You're never going to work in Hollywood again. Okay, it's fine. It's done. It's okay. <laughs> All right, a couple of other like this is a couple of like voice actor trivia stuff. So Ed the Hyena, who was voiced by Jim Cummings, he also did the voice of uh, the Gopher in The Lion King from the beginning, mm. and then he did a couple of uh, of the last singing lines of the Be Prepared song because Jeremy Irons, like he just his voice ran out. I would know that if I had listened to any of the songs mm. in the movie. This is probably my favorite trivia fact. So Frank Weller or uh, Frank Welker. I'll just say that again. Frank Welker, who's a legendary voice actor, did all the lion roars. Uh, and the movie didn't have actu- any actual lions roaring in it. It was all him. And really? He, what the fuck? Those are fucking great roars. Because the producers yeah. wanted every lion to sound distinct. So, um, and you can actually, it's on YouTube, you can see it. But he has like a microphone in, in one side and then he has like a tin trash can in the other. And he's just like screaming into the tin trash can and making all these lion sounds. It's really impressive. Oh, so he's a homeless troubadour. Okay. Oh, he's not homeless. The dude's worth like fucking like $10 million. I'll look that up too. I'm like this. God damn it. So the guy has voiced fucking everything. He's probably best known for the voice of Megatron, but here's a list of characters that he's done in movies that we've just covered on the show. So he did the Predator. Uh, He did Reptile and Goro from Mortal Kombat. Okay. He did the monkey in Raiders of the Lost Ark. He played the Graboids in Tremors. He did the voices for those. That 
Uh, oh, <laughs> all right, keep going. The reindeer in the Santa Claus. Uh, Charlie Dog in Space Jam. I don't know who the fuck Charlie Dog is, but the Anaconda in Anacondas. Um, the creature voices for 1998's Godzilla. And he also did the parrot in Deep Blue Sea. Hello, Cool J's pet parrot. Oh my fucking God. That's hilarious. He's done nine of our movies. So he doesn't do like person voices. He does like animal voices. He has both. I oh, think. Okay. Yeah, then he's also like done the Aliens at Independence Day. He's done Scooby-Doo. He, he plays Fred in Scooby-Doo, Curious George, Garfield. Like, really anything you can think of, It's the guy's done a voice for it. Very impressive. How, did, how the fuck? What? He, I believe it's him. He's um, the third highest grossing actor of all time. Like, when you look at movies, because it's uh, Stan Lee... And then it's Samuel L. Jackson, and then it's him. Like, his movies have done, like, billions upon billions of dollars. That's hilarious. It's amazing. I'm, I'm very impressed that it's a human being that does all this. But I, yeah. I do have to ask, like, why? Why a human being? Is it's, it... It's clearly not cheaper. <laughs> yeah, made but that much it's, money. Yeah, but if you're, like, a voice actor or something, I mean, they're like, all right, you yeah. know, can you... We want that roar to be a little more high-pitched or... I don't know, because lions yeah. all sound the fucking same, so they wanted them to sound different. Well, so Max, that's racist. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's man. very prejudiced <laughs> for his lions. But, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm just, I'm curious. Yeah, why? Like, why? I mean, like, it really does make sense, because you can't tell a synthesizer exactly what you want it to do. Like, someone's got to sit there and fucking toy with it for like 12 hours. But like, he can just be like, oh, one octave higher? Got it. Like, oh, you need a little more tremble? Got it. Like, all right. Okay. You need an organic sound box. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's just okay. basically a that's, soundboard. He's a human soundboard. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Do you impressive. think he can beatbox? I'm, I'm sure the guy can really probably do anything with a, with just, if it involves the sound, he's probably going to be able to do it. You pay him $10 million, he'll make it happen. Yeah. All right, got it. Okay, huh. box office game. How much did this movie cost? How much did it make? Good, $200 million to make. It made $900 million. I think it cost uh, $100 million to make. Uh, I feel like revenue, like total amount of money this movie must have made has to be like over a billion. Close, close to it. All right, so... Movie cost eighty five million to make, and then in its first run, it made seven hundred and sixty three million, and then with the IMAX Jeez. and three D releases, it's made nine hundred and sixty eight million. Which is it's made over, it's made well over a billion. No, it's made nine hundred and sixty eight total. Like the com- like after the release, it made like an extra two hundred million in re releases. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. that wasn't like that, those weren't sums. That was just. That's how much it made. Yeah, it was gotcha. 763 first run total. It's made 968. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Fuck. Which is crazy too because the uh, the shittier one that came out a couple years ago that made like 1.4 billion. But if you look at the inflation for 1994, it's like on par. It's like this almost the same exact <laughs> amount of money. It's crazy. <laughs> on Ice probably made just as much money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was also the highest grossing movie of 1994. Fuck. Wow. Yep. Surpassed Forrest Gump. Okay. No shit. Yeah. Big movie. Makes sense. 
They must. I mean, parents must have taken their kids to see this movie like a million times. Oh yeah. Can I ask a quick question that's completely unrelated to any of this shit? Sure. <laughs> sure. Remember when like the, it. when Simba like lays down on like the cliff on the flowers and the dust flies off? Yeah. Did anybody see sex in the air? No, they, they cut I saw it that, out. I think. The, well, they like they said that it was like. Like, which I think it really did say sex in the air because, like, there's always something in Disney. It's like whether or not, like, Little Mermaid's father has, like, a raging boner in the background or, like, this, like, or there's you a know, huge sex dick. dust. The entire, uh, it, the entire Little Mermaid castle is just a bunch of penises. Yeah. Which they I mean, had to cut still, out, too. And yeah. Smaller than a hyena's, hyena's clitoris, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> um, but I, I saw the excuse, like, the, all the artists came out, they're like, no, 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 no. We did it. It said FSFX. It was a tribute to the art department. Like, yeah, okay, sure, mm-hmm, guys. Like, mm-hmm. That just proved to me. That, okay, anyway, so we're moving on. All right, I just had to ask. You can kind of see it, right? Oh, that's totally sex. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's totally, yeah, that's bullshit. They just came up with that. That was like me when I printed, when I painted FU on the fucking basement of the apartment that we moved out of. They didn't, <laughs> didn't give it us enough fucking paint from where I was like, oh, it's Florida University. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> okay, sorry. Free fall utilities. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like Knoxville. <laughs> All right. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? Hmm. <laughs> I'll go first. My favorite's Timon. I basically like everybody in this movie, but I guess my, my least favorite would be Zazu because they basically made him that way. Okay. Okay. Um, My favorite's Pumba because that motherfucker can eat and fucking shit and fart. No different than Tim and I. And like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I could relate. Um, my least favorite was Rafiki. Mm. He was just too over the fucking top. And like monkeys don't walk around with sticks with big jingle jangles tied to the top of them. And even take that many drugs to the dome and can still function much less like paint lions onto trees. I, I had problems with it. And like, you know what? I, whether it's furries or Donald Trump, like he made something bad in this world. Some kid. I don't know what it was, but yeah. Uh, my favorite was Nala because I'm, you know, I love a strong female character. Everyone knows that. Um, <laughs> and when people think my, of me, they think progressive. Right. Exactly. I mean, Tim called out the nipple hats and like Harry Potter part like six and a half or whatever fucking one it was. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm like a super, I empower women every day. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a super woman in power. Yeah, super woman empowerment or blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Whatever your fucking Correct. clams like to hear. Yeah, whatever they want to fucking hear, you know. Um, and my least favorite was Scar. Mm. He's an asshole. Scar, you that's a asshole. You that's, asshole. That's, that's valid. No, no, that's valid. Is that's that, valid. It, it's, yeah. Agree. Yeah, totally valid. And he was dainty and he was a, he was a thin lion and shouldn't have even been like even in the Rocky five fight. He was Draco he Malfoy. Was. Mm. Uh, Tie that have you guys ever seen the, <laughs> you ever seen the pictures, like the comparison of, um, of like, uh, uh, Loki and Thor with Mufasa and Scar. 
It's like the same exact fucking thing because like Loki wears green and he has like the long black hair. Hold on. I got to find uh, a picture of it real quick. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is why I can tell Bill okay. to fuck off when it comes to Marvel stuff. Cause I still it's understand like it. Yeah. There that, it is. Okay. Yep. Same. And then, yeah. <laughs> it's like the same mm. fucking thing. Okay. Time for a whole my popcorn ratings. Prepare to be judged. What's your rating for the Lion King? Um, so I'm going to give the movie, um, a five out of 10 and I'm going to give the music uh, a two out of 10. <laughs> I just think the music is not that good. Um, I think there are plenty of other Disney movies that have better music. Great mouse detective. Go on. Um, great mouse detective too. <laughs> you know, this is two examples right toaster. there. Uh, so just throwing that out there. You know, I'll give this seven pairs of fuzzies Jaguar nuts out of Mm. 15 hippo hernias. We didn't even talk about that. Like angry as a hippo with a hernia. Like that's an angry fucking hippo. I'll give this one disappointed max for Bill not being on this episode just for content reasons out of. Seven inches of Whoopi Goldberg hyena clit dick. <laughs> the fact that you put Whoopi Goldberg in there. <laughs> I know. Well, oh, you know. God. Yeah. yeah. I love Whoopi. I love Whoopi too. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm going to power her, man. I'm going to power her. Listen, I yeah. think that she should have had Chong on there as like the, the damaged hyena that couldn't speak <laughs> words. Like, because that was what it was supposed to be. It's supposed to be Cheech and Chong and then like a damaged hyena. As the uh, as the three hyenas, and then hmm. Whoopi got in there, which is cool. But yeah, like Chong was supposed to be in there too, which was that could have been good. Yeah, why could wasn't Chong fun. Ed then? It's really you know, weird. He'd probably, been, he'd probably been picked up on God knows what drug charge at that point. I mean, it yeah, he was, he was probably what it came down to. Hmm. Him and Willie Nelson were just like, fucked up in jail for a moment. You know, hmm. they never stay, but. But yeah, Chong was supposed to be this, supposed to be Cheech and Chong. Hmm. It was probably a thing where it was like, well, we can throw Cheech on there or we can throw Chong on there, but the kids, and then as we've discussed throughout this entire movie, the movie fucked up the kids anyway. What difference does it make? I'd be pissed if I was Chong because Cheech was also in uh, The Aristocrats, right? He plays a Chihuahua. Yeah. Mm, Which is like super problematic because he knows how to... uh, like hot wire cars in that movie. He's mm-hmm. a fucking Mexican dog. Uh, it's so fucked. Oh, Chong has a, has his not shied away from playing very stereotypical Mexican characters. In like, yeah, he's played a ton of them. It's hilarious. Or, I'm talking about Cheech Martin. Yeah, 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 Cheech. I mean Cheech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I guess Chong is just too fucking dopey to even <laughs> fucking show up to the studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. He's uh he's new age. When they do a live action um uh Winnie the Pooh, he'll be Eeyore. That'll be perfect. But you know. Yeah. No, I'm just gonna fucking rip this bong, man. <laughs> fucking shit, dude. All right, and anything else before we get out of here? We gotta talk we gotta talk about our boy Ruben for the shout outs. First shout out we've had in a little bit. Who brought back the left titty. We're loving it. Straight mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. fucking Melbourne, mate. And we love it. We love the uh, 16 paragraphs that you gave us on uh, (laughs) Apple reviews. That was a lot of fun. The most accurate Uh, review I've ever seen. 
it was dead, dead on. Like, Unfortunately, dude, nobody in America a, will be able to read the review because it's in Australia. Which is, you know, that's okay. If people know how to find it, they can find it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he literally wrote like his entire fucking like master's thesis on the show. And we appreciate yep. that. Even critiquing Derek, who hasn't been on an episode in like two years. Yeah. And a very accurate critique of Derek. <laughs> yes, we very feel, accurate depiction we feel, of Derek. We too. feel about we feel Derek like that about Derek about on the show and in real life as well. <laughs> by the yeah. way, by the way, some people have asked too. It's like, oh, you know, we're glad that you guys got rid of Derek. We never got rid of Derek. Derek made the decision himself to not come back on the show. Yeah, exactly. I, I was with him last week, and he's like, man, I just I can't control myself. It's not good for me to be on the show. No, or to show all of your friends your asshole. <laughs> Yeah, that too. On the show. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, you're not. You're gonna sweep that under the fucking rug. I have a social media it. shout out. I have out. to look at it. All right. I have a social media shout out. Okay. If anyone thinks that my Cal Rittenhouse, I'm talking like Bernie Sanders right now. Look at my arm. <laughs> thinks my Kyle Rittenhouse diatribe <laughs> was inappropriate. I'll be in North Square. <laughs> 5 p.m. sharp every day for the next week, including Thanksgiving. <laughs> Come, leave your guns at home, you stupid pussies. Bam. Social media shout out. <laughs> Post it on Twitter. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yep. And also, uh, go to manscaped.com, 20 popcorn at checkout. Oh yeah, we have to we have to read, don't we? We have to put those together. Yeah, I gotta do that yep. still. Yeah. Okay. Timmy said he's gonna do like a monster truck rally type of uh, ad read. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the episode, guys. We'll be back probably next week with John's pick. <laughs> yes, High indeed. energy. It is a Friday night. We have no energy. Can you? No, fuck not the fucking least. A lion tonight. Fuck him in the ass. Mama Hyena has to be down with it and has to like assist because they really do have such a massive clitoris that's also fused with the vulva to where it hangs down. So they have to like position it just right for the male to do. So it's basically like built in theft protection. And theft is treating that word lightly. Okay. <laughs> Speechless. I, I, I know. Speechless. No, like this isn't even something that I can, it's like, normally I'm a little bit scattered. This is, this is something else that I can't even put it this way. They have to dock. And I'm not what? joking. I'm not trying to be funny. Okay. I'm not trying to be but disgusting. Isn't all intercourse kind of like docking? Well, yeah, in a Star Trek sense, but this is True. like literally like in a Star Trek the act. Sense? Well, like yeah, we're docking with the mothership, so like we're flying into the shuttle bay. Like this oh, is okay. not. This is literally like when we talk about like the word of docking, which like Max gets mad at me when I say this word for good reason. It's it literally is. It is that. I don't. I'm not. So proud. there's a dick going into the foreskin of another dick. It's, it's just like that. They, and they do have their own foreskin. Now, it's really only with the spotted hyena, it turns out. Um, you know way too much yeah. about this. 
once you, dude, once you start, you can't stop with the <laughs> hyenas. They are, they are fascinating creatures. And the funny that. thing is, is like, I can't say this on air, but like, and, well, I'll say it. I'll be like a friend of ours, but like they have a longer clit than like Bob, Bobby Tam's dick is <laughs> like, they're huge. They're like seven inches, like on average. Um, it's a, c- a seven inch clitoris. <laughs> yes. Yes. Guys. Like I'm serious. Like when I'm making the docking thing, that's it's just not a, penis. a joke. It's re- it, that's, right. That's, that's a, that's a big penis. <laughs> yeah. And the other weird thing is they only come with two nipples and their children. You if they a have a seven inch dick and two nipples. <laughs> so it's, it's, so it's, it's a, a human fully being. man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and they can get like, Five and a half to six feet, like the, well, the actual like animal itself, the female animal can get like five and a half to six feet long. So yeah, it's a fully sized human being with giant teeth that has a, as strong a bite as a silverback gorilla. Wow. And their children, if they have a litter that's larger than two, they kill one another or one of them starves to death because they can't get to it. There's no third nipple. Huh. It is the most fucking, and this is why I'm obsessing over this. And like, Max, you'll get this. It's the most metal shit that I have looked up in a fucking long time. That is pretty fucking metal. Talk about a predator right there. When it's just like, even your kids, you're like, eh, sorry, I got to kill you. You want to know what I think is metal, guys? Seahorses. Because (laughs) men have an equal share of child care and child rearing. And I think, (laughs) I think. Being prog- having a progressive view on women's women's place in the workplace is very metal. Yep. Absolutely. Same yep. thing with lions, because the females are the hunter gatherers. Yeah, that's they yeah. should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how we get to see like the labor movement come into effect here and they go on strike at one point in the movie. It's like, <laughs> yeah, We're not hunting. <laughs> well, no. All right. That's good. Higher wages, better, better living conditions with the British industrialists. Like, <laughs> yeah, we want to move all of our industry to China. They <laughs> are moving them to the hyenas. Um, also, so no one thinks that, and I'll bring this up later after I do like have a full like soliloquy on like how amazing and metal fucking hyenas are is an actual hyena researcher sued Disney for defamation of character <laughs> due to the portrayal of hyenas in this film. I agree with it. Hyenas are like fucking cool animals being portrayed like hapless dipshits in this. I like that this guy is representing all the hyenas though. Like he's doing it for the betterment of the hyenas, not just trying to get I mean, attention. This movie is problematic think, in so many ways. I'm going to be ripping it apart. No, dude, it's, it corrupted our generation and many others ever since. I mean, and I'll leave with this. I mean, it, it got gang violence, polygamy, drug use, comfort with being the subjects of a hereditary monarchy, monarchy forced marriage. We live in a fucking, fucking democracy. God damn it. That's right. It's fucking dude, un-American. This is like, and this is the only movie where you, a Disney movie where you have a murder with complete with eye contact, like, like even a married couple death. Yeah. 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 I got a yeah, couple I thought Scar's erection yeah. was pretty distasteful too. <laughs> the whole gang rape scene was kind of rough too. But you know, <laughs> oh, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is there a gang rape scene? <laughs> no, could you? It wouldn't surprise me though. Uh, we could look that up on, uh, on Pornhub later. I'm, I'm sure, sure there's, there's plenty of them. <laughs> All right, should we get should we get started? Yeah, sure. Is there-